Fieldsmeyer. And I'm Marty Harding. And welcome to Animation and Beyond. This week, we're going to be talking about a show that's going to be getting a reboot this upcoming week, or actually tomorrow as of taping, called The Proud Family. And the revival is called The Proud Family Louder and Prouder. It's a revival of the hit series from that was on Disney Channel from 2002 until 2005. Yeah, so that's a long gap, almost 15 years, over 15 years between the reboot, between the old series and the reboot, but we're really excited to check out the louder and prouder version of the Proud Family. But before we get into that, we're going to do a quick game that we haven't done since I've worked with you, Ezra, and that is Name That Voice Actor. Yes. So how this works, I've prepared three clips from animated films. They're short, Ezra, so get ready, and I can play them multiple times if you want to hear them. Yep. But they're lines said by an animated character, and then Ezra's going to guess who the voice actor is. Ezra, are you ready? Yep. And we will do number one is this. Oh, it's nothing. (sighs) A little sisterly advice. If you weren't always trying too hard, you wouldn't be in the way. She was an Encanto. That's right. Who's the character? That was Issa, one of the main character uh, Mirabelle's sisters. And who's the voice actor? The actor is Diane Guerrero. The actor is Diane Guerrero. That's right. Good guess. Really good, Ezra. From a very short line, too. All right. Clip number two. Are you ready, Ezra? Here we go. One line. Yes. I am not singing this. What's not to like? You're a female and you're a teenager. This song was made for you. Wow. Matthew McConaughey, who voiced Buster Moon in both of the Sing movies. Nice. And who's the third one? Wait, bonus points if you can name who says the next line. Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I just think that's a funny line because Scarlett Johansson's not a teenager. I know she's most famous for things like Black Widow. Yeah, she's been in a lot of superhero movies. She was in both Sing movies as Ash. A punk rock porcupine. Yeah. And a teenager, like I said. She's also a child actress. She's been performing, I think, since she was like a young girl. Really? Do you know how old she was in her first role? I'm not sure, though, but I think she's been in things, I think, since like the 90s. Wow. Okay. So, number three, the third and hardest clip. No, please! Oh, thank you, kind sir. I'm so glad you found her. I've been looking all over for you. What are you doing? Yep, the voice of Aladdin, Scott Wegener. Dang, Ezra, that's so good. So, I don't recognize that name at all. Scott Wagner. do you know what other movies he's in? Not that I know of, though. The only thing I know him of is the voice of the title character. Yeah, me too. That's why I thought it was interesting, because I wouldn't recognize his voice in other places. That's the only character I've heard him voice. Yeah, I know. And it's an older film, so I thought it might stump you, but apparently not. I I can recognize these things even from older classics. You're just that good, Ezra. How many times do you think you've seen Aladdin? I've lost count, but I've seen it many times since I was a little kid, like on VHS back in the day when it was a thing. 
Yeah. I also watched Aladdin on VHS. Yeah, me too, since I was little. And in a later episode, we'll talk more about how technology and things like that was different compared to what they're like now, like for all kinds of things. Yeah, including how we watch films. And, good segue, Ezra, including how we animate films. So let's head on into our feature presentation about the Louder and Prouder Proud Family reboot. So, moving on to The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. Ezra, what inspired the reboot of Louder and Prouder? Just because reboots these days have become a recurring trend. Yeah, it's almost like we're looking to the past for inspiration of what people enjoy watching on TV. Yeah, that's right. I know. That's I And people just like making updated versions of older things. Yeah. So what's updated about the Proud family, Louder and Prouder? It's set in the digital age, as it confirms, because the characters, for instance, have smartphones. Yeah. And, you know, smart TVs. Yeah, because they're bigger TVs and things like that, and TVs with internet content and all. Because 20 years ago, the technology of all kinds of things in general was very different. Yeah, and this is kind of a focal point since a lot of the plots of Proud Family episodes center around the dynamic between Penny and her father, Oscar, so the generation gap, which looks really different with the introduction of smartphones specifically and the internet. Huh. I know, and like, like Teenage Rebels seems to be a recurring theme. Like, teenagers, whether it's a girl or it's a boy, have conflicts with their parents. Yeah, absolutely. But conflicts in the age of smartphones are going to look really different than conflicts in the age before smartphones. That's also a thing in real life in general that a lot of teenage girls and boys had too. Oh, absolutely. I was, well, actually, you know, Ezra, I wasn't that much of a rebel. But I'm saying it's a thing in real life and it's a recurring trope in many films and shows. Absolutely. It's definitely a dynamic that we see a lot of. Were you a rebel as a teenager, Ezra? I guess I was, yes, but good examples of Disney's, like from films who were teenagers who were rebels, like Merida from Brave, Rapunzel from Tangled, or non-Disney ones such as Eep from The Croods and Mavis from Hotel Transylvania, or Hiccup from the How to Train Your Dragon films. Hiccup, my favorite. Yeah, and now Penny Proud, once again. Or classics like Ariel and Jasmine are good examples of teen rebels. Yeah. A lot of Disney characters or a lot of animated film characters are rebellious in some way, shape, or form. It's what makes the story interesting. So, describe the Proud family, the characters in the Proud family. Penny, who's 14 years old, who gets embarrassed by her overprotective, harsh father, Oscar. Yep, and you've got Oscar, who, as you said, is overprotective and harsh, but also really loving. It all comes from a place of immense care about his family and their safety. And he learns a lot from his daughter. He does. He winds up learning just as much from her as she does from him. I know. And there's other characters, like there's Penny's two baby siblings. Yep. And Penny's grandma, Sugar Mama. And Penny's mom. Yep. All, all family members. And Dejani Jones, Penny's best friend. Yeah. Now, the reboot also is going to include some characters that aren't a part of the family and that weren't in the original show. I know. 
so the reboot is going to have some characters that are not part of the family, but are new characters, but that weren't in the original show. Do you know which characters those are, Ezra? Like Kiki Palmer's character. Yeah, of course they had to have another famous name in there, but I love that it's Kiki Palmer. Former Disney Channel star. Yeah, and describe her character. She's one of Penny's new rivals in the show. Named? I think her name is Maya. Maya LeBeau. Yep, and of course Penny has to have a rival to challenge her strongheadedness besides her father, right? I And I also know with the original series, the Proud Family, the series finale was the Proud Family movie released in August of 2005. That's right, and that had all the same cast as the original show, right? Yes, that was the series finale for the series. So when they were ending. Yes, I know. Are most of the voice actors from the original series coming back to voice the same characters in Louder and Prouder? Uh, yeah. Like, Kyla Pratt is reprising her role as Penny, yes. And Tommy Davidson is coming back to play his role as Oscar once again. In fact, looking through the characters and the cast lists, it's remarkably consistent with the old show. You know, they're, they're bringing a lot of people back to play the same characters, which I think is really cool. Yeah, I know. How common is that in reboots, Ezra? Often, like, the actors reprise their roles, or some shows, depending on what kind of character it is, whether it's a child or an adult, a different actor voices the character. Yeah. So, but especially with Kyla Pratt, she was playing a 14-year-old when she was 14, and then now she's going to be playing a 14-year-old when she is, what, 30? Um, she's uh, now 35. 35. So, she, so it's a 15-year difference. That's a pretty big difference. I know. Do you think that you sound the same as you did when you were 14, Ezra? I guess, but mostly different because my voice is slightly deeper. Do you think you'll notice that Kyla Pratt's voice has changed at all or no? I guess, but for women and girls, often like when they become adults, they don't change nearly as much the same way with boys and men. That's true. I, I don't expect to notice that Penny's voice has changed at all. I know. I think it's really cool that they're bringing so many actors back to do the same roles because they're it's kind of like they're restarting a project that all of these actors thought was gone for good. I know, yes. It's kind of similar to how a few years ago there was a live-action TV film of Kim Possible, and a few years later they're bringing back Proud Family. Yeah. How are those shows similar, Ezra? Well, they were both shows from around the same time and both had teenage girl main characters. Yep, except Kim Possible was super talented in many ways, right? She had superpowers. And she was like, she went on secret missions to save the world and faced her arch enemy, Dr. Draken, who's always plotting on getting his revenge. <laughs> and her sidekick was Rufus, the naked mole rat. Yep, but that was super fantastical and a superhero genre. The Proud Family is about Penny and Oscar and her family. That's right. So what kind of genre is that? Like a family show? Where they make plots out of, you know, normal things that anyone can relate to. Yeah, that's right. And I think that's really cool, especially considering that the Proud Family was an all-black family, too. So it was not only relatable for its family dynamics, but it was showcasing 
a family that wasn't all white like most of the families that we saw on TV around then. Right, right. I know that the Proud family did have a crossover similar to Kim Possible with Lilo and Stitch. Cool. What happened in that episode? Oh, I think it was when Lilo and Stitch from the hit TV series based on Disney's hit movie we all know, Meet Penny. You know, that makes a lot of sense to me because both Lilo and Penny are, they're young, female, really strong-headed characters. They would get along. It wasn't actually part of the series itself. It was part of Lilo and Stitch, the series, the show based on Lilo and Stitch. Got it. Similar to how Kim Possible had a crossover with Stitch. Cool. Kim Possible and the Proud Family were shows from the same time. So... What are you most excited for about the new Proud Family reboot, Ezra? Uh, that it'll be an updated version of a show from 20 years ago. Right. And how is the animation going to be different? Like the characters like don't have outlines like the original show. That's right. And it's definitely a higher definition. Yeah, like the aspect ratio, the format is much bigger and different. And it's also not going to be airing live on TV, right? exclusive to Disney Plus. So yet another show that you can only watch if you have Disney Plus. Yes, I know, and I'm sure it should be a fun new version for a new generation. Absolutely. I'm really excited to watch it and kind of reconnect with the new version of the show that was around when I was a really young kid. Yeah, me too. Similar to how shows like from the past few years like Magic School Bus, Blue's Clues, Animaniacs, and even Rugrats got revivals for new generations. Totally. It's really cool that kids, you know, who were born in the last few years and who are going to grow up with this version of the Proud Family are going to be able to talk with people our age about our version of the Proud Family from our childhood. Same with, uh, like, Rugrats, Animaniacs, Blue's Clues, and Magic School Bus. Yeah, exactly. Like, these shows that you know, would go kind of extinct and not be talked about anymore because kids being born today are going to be too young to remember them. Or be more familiar with the newer stuff than they did than the older stuff. Exactly. But because of these reboots, they're going to be talking about some of the same shows that we're talking about from our childhood. But mostly the new updated versions of them. Yeah, but they'll be familiar with all the same characters like Penny and Oscar and Sugar Mama. But they wouldn't know the comparison between the old one and the new one. No, but they'll still be able to talk about the characters. I know, yeah. Do you wish that people would be aware of both shows? I guess, though. Yeah, but I like how it's basically an updated version with set in, in newer, more modern times. Yeah, which will make it a lot more relatable to kids who are growing up now with the, you know, smart TVs and the cell phones and the digital age and the internet and all that yeah. social media. And the technology for all kinds of things in general then was very different 20 years ago. Yep. So it'll be cool to see how they kind of handle this dynamic that's really common of, you know, a teenage girl trying to find herself and establish herself, but in this new digital age. Yes, I know, and I'm looking forward to when they bring back this show from 20 years ago. And do you know if they will have any guest stars or cameos in the Proud family? I think, like, Tiffany Haddish. Oh, really? Yeah. Chance the Rapper. What? Yeah. 
Well, that'll be fun, and I'll look forward to hearing those voices and trying to guess them the way that you guessed the voices at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> oh, and also Brenda Song. No way. I might recognize her from all the Disney shows she's been in when she was younger. Yeah, me too. So great. I'm really looking forward to the reboot of The Proud Family. Definitely check it out if you have Disney+. Plus. Go ahead and watch all the old ones. Compare the two. Check and see if you notice that the voices have aged. Check and see if you notice if the outlines of the characters are gone because animation is different now. And we will head straight into our trivia question for this week. Yes. So we have to answer last week's first. Yep, yep. Who was the musician that did all the jazz music for Soul, Ezra? The answer is John John Batiste. Yes. He did a music, he did a song for the closing credits of the movie. Yep, and he is really big in the world of jazz. So it was cool that they brought him on to do music for that film. Yeah, I remember. Sweet. I, re- I remember when he did one of the songs for the film, like for the closing credits of the movie. Yeah, it was a great song. And so for this week, what's our trivia question for the Proud family? Yeah, what time did the Proud family, the original series, used to air on Disney Channel? It's a tricky one. Do you remember how they would show Disney Channel what time they aired? Yes, and then Disney Channel, before there was Disney Junior, the preschool block was uh, Playhouse Disney, I remember, until 2011. That's right. I grew up with Playhouse Disney. Same with me. That was like the part of Disney Channel, but for the younger audience. Exactly. So, was The Proud Family aired during the Disney Playhouse? Was it aired later? Figure it out. And we'll give the answer in our next episode. Exactly. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Animation and Beyond. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.